program and it's Erev Hanukkah. Chav Dalit Kislev. Tavshin Pei Gimel. How about that? And Chav uh, Dalit Kislev, this is the day that they vanquished the Yavanim. So it's not Hanukkah yet. Hanukkah is the Chanu is the day that they rested as they celebrated the vanquishment of the Yavanim. But today, they beat the Greeks. So, in, in, in spirit of beating the Greeks, let's uh, get clarity in Hashem's Holy Torah in some interesting aspects of applied practical laws of the laws of Hanukkah. So L'choid Hanukkah, which is beginning tonight, Sunday night, we're going to get into a little bit, um, um, <clears throat> roll up our sleeves, try to flex, flex those muscles, build up that elbow grease as we vanqu- vanqu- vanquish grease once again and uh, get ready for Hanukkah. So the question is like this. Everybody knows there's a famous machloikas in the Gemara, which is one of the you know most well-known aspects of the lamdas of Hanukkah, the halachas, the sugis of Hanukkah. This debate about halacha isa mitzvah or hanacha isa mitzvah, very well-known discussion that the Gemara has. Well, the Gemara wants to know how, how was the mitzvah structured when when Chazal said they had to light him in Naira, what What's the action? that fulfills the lighting of the menorah, that fulfills the mitzvah. Is it when I place the menorah in the light, right, correct place where it's supposed to be? The menorah has a place where it's supposed to be, right? So is it when I put a lit menorah in that place, in that area? It's placing and ensuring that there is a lit menorah. There, Hanukkah goes together with not just placing it, but ensuring that it maintains its place, okay? The placement, or is, and that's what gives me the mitzvah, or when Chazal created the mitzvah, again, this is a rabbinic mitzvah, so it was up to our sages to parameterize the mitzvah, perhaps. They parameterized in the following way. They said it's not the placement of the menorah and ensuring that there's a lit menorah in the right place that is the action that gives you the mitzvah. Rather, it's lighting the menorah. The action, the mitzvah is performed by just merely lighting it. Lighting it is what gives you the mitzvah. So this is a famous debate in the Gemara, and the Gemara is, offers us several practical differences that result from whether you go this way, you go that way, and, and one of the big differences is kavsa. What if it blows out? What if right after I light the menorah, there, I lit in a place that was secure, that it should have stayed lit for the minimum time, which is a half hour, and right after I light it, lo and behold, there's an unexpected gust of wind, and my menorah blows out. One minute into the mitzvah, do I have to relight it or do I not have to relight it? So the Gemara says, it depends on those two uh, approaches, at what, what, the, what the mitzvah is. If you say, Hanoch <coughs> mitzvah, placing the menorah gives you the mitzvah. So as we just explained, it's not just placement, but it's ensuring that it's, it's placed for the entire duration, ensuring that it's still in its place. So... I have to ensure that it stays lit for that half hour because I have to place, locate a menorah in its correct location, lit for a half hour. It blows out one minute in, so you have to relight it. You didn't get the mitzvah. You have to ensure that it's constantly lit. But if you say, that the action of the mitzvah is just by lighting, that means, yes, I have to set up a place that should be lit for a half hour. And yes, there has to be oil that should be lit for a half hour. Because otherwise it's not called lighting a menorah. But once you lit it, you did the mitzvah, showing fire, you did the mitzvah, you did your best, it blew out. What do you want? You did your best, you did the mitzvah, and, 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 and that was Menashemayim. It decided, Akash Baruch sent the gust of wind along, and it blew out. But you got the mitzvah, and you would not be obligated to light the menorah once again. Kafsa ain't zakaklo, the Gemara says. If you say, Adlok Aisa mitzvah, and it blows out, you don't need to relight it because you got the mitzvah already. You got the mitzvah. So very clear. These are the two approaches to understanding how the mitzvah of Menorah works. Hanoch is a mitzvah. And you, have to, and you have to place it and ensure it remains placed for the duration of the half hour. Or well, no, I got the mitzvah as soon as I light it. Had we paskin, we paskin, had loka is a mitzvah. We paskin that the mitzvah is fulfilled. 
excuse me, by lighting the menorah. So as soon as you light it, you got the mitzvah. Again, you have to ensure there's a half hour's worth of oil. You have to ensure it's in a place that it shouldn't blow out, because otherwise it's not even called lighting it. I have to light it in a way, it's only called lighting if it's going to reasonably stay lit for a half hour. Once you lit it, you got the mitzvah. Shine. Anything that happens thereupon, you are ein glow. You are not obligated to relight it. Now, it's already said, it's already brought down in Shulchan Aruch, that even though Hadlaka is a mitzvah, and if it blows out, ein glow, it's, it's nice to relight it. It's the right thing to relight it, because you get Nisa, you are um, publicizing it, and and uh, why not relight it? It's the right thing to do. That's how it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Um, the Ramat, interestingly, is the one that says that the Mechaber doesn't even tell us it's the right thing to relight. The Mechaber kind of says, well, if it blows out, that's it. You're done. The Ramat says, If you want to relight it, but even the Ramah, sorry, even the Ramah doesn't really say explicitly you should relight it. It's the Mishabru is the one that says, um, that brings in you should relight it. But both Mechaber and the Ramah make it very clear. Since the halacha is the lighting does the mitzvah, so once it blows that, showing you don't have to light it. Once again, the, the Mishabru is the one that says this idea that it's appropriate to relight it. Um, Mishabru brings down from, from the Achreinim, refers to them as the Achreinim, that you should relight it, or you should relight it because even though you got the mitzvah, but life isn't just about getting mitzvahs, right? It's about publicizing the miracle, publicizing that it's Hanukkah, letting everyone on your block see your menorah, right? Okay. So that's how this halacha plays itself out in, in practicalities. Hadlok Isa Mitzvah, the mitzvah is performed by lighting. Kafsa Ainzokla, therefore if it blows out, you don't have to relight it. And it's nice to do it anyway. Let's throw out then a variation of this scenario over here. And, and let's see what we what we would offer for if we would have to pass it on the following shot based on this information. So what would we say? We just established that you get the mitzvah as soon as you light it. As soon as you light it, you get the mitzvah. Therefore, if it blows out, even one minute in, you got the mitzvah, even though the menorah has to light for a half hour. All that really means is it has to be a half hour's worth of fuel. It has to have been lit in a way that reasonably it should be lit for a half hour. If it blows out, you're not talking. So what if, what if, Rabbi Yisai, let's change things up a little bit. What if it wasn't this unexpected gust of wind? What if it wasn't your kid opening the window right by the menorah? Who's supposed to open that window? Nobody opens the window next to the menorah. Your kid came and opened the window, and, and that blew out the menorah. What if that's not what happened? What if... What if you're a shagitz? What if you're a shagitz? Okay, but you're you're like a you're you're like a wishy-washy shagitz, right? What did you say? Oh, okay, very good. So I was I was, I was uh, anticipating that as you said, and I was trying to be a, a full step ahead of you. I was I wasn't even, I was maybe a half a step ahead of you, maybe or maybe we we're just stepping at the same time. So what what if you're like a what if you're a nebuch a nebuch shagitz? Yeah, you're a shagitz, but you're not really. So confident in your shagitz kite, you know. So what are these shagitzes with a guilt complex? So you light the menorah. What? Halfway there. Yeah, yeah. You lit the menorah. You lit the menorah. <laughs> yeah. You lit the menorah. You lit the menorah. You lit the menorah, and you did with all the brachas and the shankai and everything. And right after the menorah, that's when you go to shagitz when you blow the whole thing out. You blow it out. It wasn't an unexpected gust of wind. It wasn't your kid opening the window. It wasn't Menorah, you know, your cat jumped up on the on top of the, on the windowsill and your cat knocked the Menorah over, right? It wasn't one of those. You blew it out. You blew it out one minute in. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? You blew it out. You have to relight it. You don't have to relight it. 
So Lachar, based on what we just said, it should come out. Well, what's the difference? I mean, had lock ice I got the mitzvah when I lit it. As soon as I lit, I got the mitzvah. Nope. If I blew it out, I myself blew it out. It's just like a gust of wind. What's the difference? Me blowing it out, the wind blowing it out, the cat knocking the menorah over. But the, 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 the bottom line is, you got the mitzvah. You shouldn't have to relight it, Lachar, right? Had lock ice So even if I subsequently, I myself blow it out. Did you plan on blowing it out before? We, we can ask the question in two ways. Excellent point, actually. Excellent question. We can ask the question one of two ways. Let's say um, I'm a Shagus and I was planning on, again, I'm this, this, this Shagus who, is, uh, who, is, who is, needs help. Uh, he is the Shagus with a guilt complex. Shagus can't quite make up his mind. He said that, yes. I'm not sure if that's relevant right now, but he did say that. Anyway, so, so, uh, so, uh, um, so let's, again, so, so you lit the Monero and, and you planned on blowing it out. Let, let's go with Rabbi Max's mini Chakiri here. You can ask the question one of two different scenarios. Right now, may not, may not make a difference, but we should leave that on, on the front burner because we may have to come back to that. Either I was planning on blowing it as soon as I lit it, or let's say I changed my mind, I, I lit it, and let's, be, I, let's say I only became, I went off the deck right after I lit the Monero, okay? I lit the Monero, and I was mamish, as from as from can be, and right after I lit the Monero, I have this, 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 this crisis of faith. Is, this, is all this stuff really for real? Does it make any sense? Is there a God? Is the Torah really given on our scene? This doesn't make any sense. I blow it out. What? <laughs> yeah. So I have a crisis of faith as soon as I light, and then I blow it out right afterwards. So, so we can ask in one of two different situations. Yes, I was planning on blowing it out, or I changed my mind. But let's ask it both ways. And, and, and without, without getting into this, this mini, uh, this mini, mini chakir, Rabbi Max's um, question for now, but just to, to explore the, 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 the surface Shiloh over here. It would seem on the surface that it shouldn't make a difference. It shouldn't make a difference. What's the difference in Svara and Lamdis? What's the difference in, in the final analysis between a case where it blew out on its own, where the, 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 my, kids, my kids messed around with the menorah? You know, your kids, every kid is a natural pyromaniac. I used to think it was only the Israeli kids. I think it's the American kids also. You know, even the kids are, that, that um, for whom they, they don't see, you know, this, this, um, the, the Lag Boimer, Lag Boimer, Nersestral, is, is uh, the day, National Pyromania Day. <laughs> you know, so they don't quite have that over here to the same degree, but, but kids, your kids are going to play with your menorah if you don't, if, you, if you're not on top of them. So whether it's your kids blowing out your menorah, the cat knocking it over. So what's the difference between that and me blowing it out? Had Lokas Mitzvah, once you let, you got the Mitzvah, you got the Mitzvah. It should seem that it shouldn't make a difference. That's what we would think. I mean, that's definitely what seems at the surface. Yet, the Shartzi, and the Mishnah Bruin, the Shartzi, and it says something very interesting. He says, not like that. He actually says, um, he talks about the Menorah blowing out. He talks about this halacha of your Menorah blowing out after you lit it. And he talks about two situations, whether it got blown out accidentally or on purpose. You blew it out on purpose. So he's talking about the Sheikhs over here. Says the Sharetzim, um, So first he explains that when he said in the Mishnah Barura that it's appropriate to relight it, that's whether it went out by accident or on purpose. But then he he qualifies himself immediately. He says, it's not really what it sounds like. Even when you blew your candles out on purpose, within the first half hour, on purpose, amazing, means the shakers. 
you are chayiv to relight it. He paskins, you're chayiv to relight it. Not just that it's nice, not just that it's presume nisa, but you're actually chayiv to relight it. Which is, if you don't relight it, he doesn't say why. Excellent question. He doesn't say why. He doesn't say why. He doesn't say why. He says, you're chayiv to relight it. Now, that's Aleph, he's saying you, you, you have a chiv to relight the menorah. So that means you didn't get the mitzvah if you don't relight. That's what chayv, chayv. One second! <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so it says the Mishnah Brura, it says the Sharetzin. You're chayiv to relight it. Um, yeah, I heard you the first time, Penny. You're not sitting that far away from me. You're not sitting that far away. So he says, he says, A, you're chayiv to relight it. Now, chayiv is a word you can't just throw around casually, especially if you're the Mishnah Brura. Chayiv means that if you don't relight it, relight it, you're, you're not going to get the mitzvah. What about the bracha? What about the bracha? So he says something also very interesting immediately, which may, may come back to haunt us. He says, Lo yivarich, but don't make a bracha. You're chayiv to relight it, but you don't make a bracha. Very strange dichotomy over here. You have to make light it, but you don't make a bracha. Okay, so we'll leave, we'll leave that, both that on, on, on the side. But to, to follow up on Revelia Bear's question in the meantime, why you have to be lighted? What's talking the difference? I already got the mitzvah. I already got the mitzvah. As soon as I lit it, I got the mitzvah. And the same way, if it blows out on its own, I don't have to relight it because I got the mitzvah as soon as I lit it in a way that it would stay lit for half hour. What's the difference? Mali, if it's the wind that blows it out, if I blow it out, I got the mitzvah. And, and shine, shine, fartig. I, 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 I should be done. Why are you chayiv to relight in such a case? And if any other way that it goes out, you're not chayiv. It would seem not to make any sense. So this has to be addressed. And I think to address that, I think we have to shift sideways for a moment and examine another area of Hilchus Hanukkah, also a very interesting area. I believe this is one of the lesser-known halachs, but also comes right out of the Gemara, when the Gemara discusses the, um, that topic that we began with, Hadlaka is a mitzvah, or Hanukkah is a mitzvah, is a mitzvah done with the lighting, or the, with the placement. The Gemara brings up a, a situation over there, which makes its, its way into Shulchan Aruch. Um, the Gemara, in trying to prove or disprove the two approaches of what, what is the Maisa mitzvah, had a Chazal structure, the mitzvah, is it through the lighting, is it through ensuring that it's, it's located, it's placed there for the full, full half hour. So Gemara brings up a case where um, <clears throat> uh, you lit it inside your house and you bring the menorah outside the house. You lit it inside and you bring it outside. And the Gemara is going in a situation where back then they, they, they had a light outside. Right, which they still do in Yerushalayim. They light outside the house. In America, it's unheard of. In America, everyone lights inside. <clears throat> um, that became the minute in America to go with uh, the Shas Hasakana, that we, that we are, are wary of lighting our menorah outside the house. But um, the Gemara, the Gemara talks, all, uh, talks constantly about lighting it outside. You light it at the entrance of your Chatzar, the entrance to Rishas HaRabim. And again, anyone that's been to Yushalayim for a Hanukkah, you, know, you see this is beautiful over there. Every, all, you see all these menorahs outside uh, by, the, by, the, uh, by the entrance to the, the apartments, our apartment buildings and houses uh, at, their, uh, at the entrance to the courtyards. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, so in the times of the Gemara, again, they're lighting the menorah outside, not inside. Are you outside? Are you inside? Inside of a hallway or outside outside? Like you, you Wherever you can possibly think of lighting, you'll, you'll have somebody lighting there. But is it considered yeah. to be outside? Like, uh, it's a huge machlaik, it's the Chaznish, Rabbi Yashem, and the Brisker. Is, so there's someone for, that represents every single opinion. Is the hallway, is that Rosh Harabim? Is that a Chatzar? Is that uh, is, is the... 
is the entrance to the building, is that the entrance to the, is that the chutz, or is, if I have a, like a, like a, a, a front yard in front of the building, is that the chutz, or, so it's a huge, huge, uh, you'll find people that live on the eighth floor of an apartment building, Eretz Yisrael, eight flights up, that have a menorah right outside their door, in, the, in the, what they call the Chadar Madrigot, the stairwell. Because they, they hold the stairwell as Rosh Hashanah so they hold it as the entrance to Rosh Hashanah They have people that are lighting by the front entrance to the building itself, because they believe <coughs> that that inside is Rosh Hashanah and right outside the building is Rosh Hashanah So they light by the building entrance. The people that light by the little wall, the, 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 the you know they have a small little wall around the front yard because they hold that's the chutzner and the sidewalk is Rosh And then the people that just put the menorah in the window, which is what we always did. Yeah, so there's the people that just put it in the window, that that uh, avoid the whole uh, the whole issue. Now, Rabbi, there's, so there's, there's shitas lakanu 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 lakanu. What? <laughs> and then, and then these are, these are the people that Rebellion Bear is really going to love. These are the people that Rebellion Bear would meet a person like this, he would give him a hug and a kiss. It's the people that light the menorah in each of the above locations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a, there was a year a Reish Kailo in who lived uh, Briska Reish Kailo in uh, lived in a certain neighborhood in Yerushalayim that he was famous for having he lit menorahs wherever he could light a menorah he lit a menorah like every single window in his house you know the ones that face that way that direction this direction and then the front front of the building back of the building and then he lit and the hallway right outside his door in the hallway and lived on the ground floor and he lit by the entrance of the building he lit by the entrance to the chutzner he had tons of menorahs and then. He told Ayla one year, he said, and this year I also lit a menorah in Pizza Uri, in Geula. I lit a menorah in Pizza Uri also. I said, well, Pizza Uri, why are you lighting a menorah in Pizza Uri? He said, because someone was by my house last year, and he said, you light menorahs everywhere. I, why, I, how come you're not lighting a menorah in Pizza Uri? So I said, you know what? I better light a menorah in Pizza Uri too, because if the Ayla thinks I should be lighting there, there's a, you know, a... a, 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 a that's right, that's right. So that's, he lit a menorah in Pizza Uri also. Now that's what he said. I don't know if that's really, if he really lit a menorah in Pizza Uri, but that was the Maisa Shahaya Kachaya. That's what he told everyone. But that year he also lit a menorah in Pizza Uri because, because of what this fellow told him. But you know, he takes the toilet and, you know, aerospace, he, go, he, he takes it to the plumber, he goes to the elevator, and the confused floor, meanwhile, he stops at the fourth floor, and brisker comes with the caliph to, to, to the midwife. The door opens up, he stands, listens, wow, what's up, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, very good. Anyway, so, so, so let's return to the topic at hand here. <laughs> Maybe, yes, maybe. Very good, excellent point. So we're actually going to get to that in a moment. So the kids of the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that if you light your menorah inside, now remember, this is someone who's lighting at, who needs to light outside because that's his halacha. He has no excuses, no nothing to back him up to light inside the house. It's not It's 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 when everything is is Yisrael shuin al and Gantz Klaisel has to be lighting outside. That's the place to light. So the, the Brisa talks about a case where you light inside and you bring it outside. The Brisa says if you light inside and bring it outside, La Yotza, you, you didn't get the mitzvah. La Yotza. The Brisa says in Mesecha Shabbos, if you lit your menorah inside your house and you bring it out lit outside, you put it down outside the house, you did not get the mitzvah. 
So, says the Gemara, that would seem to imply Hanacha Isa Mitzvah. Right? I'm sorry, sorry. Hadlaka Isa Mitzvah. Hadlaka Isa Mitzvah. Thank you. That seems to imply Hadlaka Isa Mitzvah. That the lighting gives you the Mitzvah, and since you lit in the wrong place, you didn't get the Mitzvah. But if it's Hanacha, you don't have to do something about lighting. You just put down the Menorah, already lit in the right place. That seems to back up the, the, the approach of Hadlaka Isa Mitzvah. So the Gemara gets around that. The Gemara says there's no clear-cut proof from there that lighting does the mitzvah because it could be that placing it does the mitzvah. Yet, there would still be a halacha. Excuse me, the halacha would still make sense that you can't light it inside and take it outside even if I believe that the lighting doesn't do the mitzvah. Even if it's just the placing it does the mitzvah, you should, still wouldn't be able to do that. Why? The Gemara says an interesting idea. Someone that sees you, and the, this lashon is brought down in Shulchan Aruch too, Shaharaya Someone that sees you do this is going to say, "Oh, you're not lighting that from the mitzvah. You're doing that to because uh, you want to have um, you know uh, your your front your front uh, sidewalk, your front walk lit up. You weren't lighting that menorah for the mitzvah. You were doing it for your own purposes. Because if you're moving it around, if you're moving it around after it's already lit from outside to in, from inside to outside, it seems to be it seems to be telling us it looks what it looks like is that you're saying, you know." Um, I don't need this light inside the house right now. Originally, you had your, your candelabra, your lamp, inside the house. You know what? This light is more, is, more, is more useful outside the house. Let me move the light outside the house. So if you move it around after it's already lit, from inside to outside, it looks like you're doing it for your own use. It doesn't look like you're doing it for the mitzvah. And since it doesn't look like you lit that for the mitzvah anymore, you don't get the... You're not yoytza, and, and you, have to, you have to relight it. So that's how the Gemara, that's what the Gemara says in, in response to this proof, and, and therefore there is no proof here to Hadlok Isa Mitzvah. Now, we do Pasch on Hadlok Isa Mitzvah, so I'm going to say this very quickly. This is like a little bit extra credit. From, in, in terms of the Talmudics over here, since we Pasch on Hadlok Isa Mitzvah, it would seem to, to reason that that argument of the Gemara shouldn't make its way into Halacha, because that whole argument, the Gemara said, this idea of uh, uh, that there's a concern that someone who sees you doing this, moving your light around, is going to say, oh, that wasn't from the midst of this, because you need the light, the light is more useful over there than over there. It would seem that Halacha, we shouldn't go with that argument, because Halacha, we do hold Halacha Yisam Mitzvah, and that already solves the Brisa. It would seem that, that we don't have any, any basis for that svar in halacha, yet the Shulchan Aruch still paskins that way. It seems that the Shulchan Aruch and the Rishayim believe that sometimes there is such an idea in the Gemara that, 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 that the, the svar is not a necessary svara to solve a brisa because the brisa can be solved even if you say, look, I but once the svara, sometimes once the Gemara presents us with a logical argument, we say everyone agrees it's logical, it makes sense, and even if we'd say there's no hechrich, it's not self evident from the brisa because the brisa makes sense with saying, which is how we pass it. Nevertheless, once the Gemara brought up this argument, this, this logical idea, this idea in Svaro that you can't move a menorah around after it's lit because it looks like you're doing it for yourself. So we, we accept that in logic even if there's no source for it. And that is, does seem to be the Rishonim and Shulchan Aruch pask in this way. So that would mean that even though, again, we hold Hadlok Isa Mitzvah and, 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 and since Hadlok Isa Mitzvah, either way, you wouldn't be able to light inside and move it outside. You wouldn't be able to do that. Um, because of Hadlaka Yisimitzah, because you lit in the wrong place, but this svara is still a true and correct svara that when you move a menorah around after you've lit it, you have another problem of Litzarcha Humadlik. It looks like you didn't light for the mitzvah, you lit it for your own 
uh, own purposes, and you didn't get the mitzvah because it looks like you did for your own purposes. So what would the nafkamina be? We, so we do hold of that in halach also. What would the nafkamina be? If anyway, you can't light it inside and move it outside because of halakha is a mitzvah. So what would be the additional application of holding of this argument and logic that... that um, you can't move the menorah around because it looks like you did for yourself. So the, 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 the question would be, what if you light it outside and move it inside? What if you, nowadays, now, so we all could get the mitzvah by lighting outside our house. We really could. Just the minig and chutzlar says we all light indoors. But if you would light on your front, you know, right outside your door, you would get the mitzvah. You would get the mitzvah. The minig is we light inside so what if he had nowadays would light his menorah outside the house? He lights his menorah outside the house. He gets one of those glass boxes that they sell in there. It's a the weatherproof box. And he lights right outside his front door. The Pesach abais, mibachutz, beautiful. He wants to go with Dina de Gemara. He lights it outside and then his wife comes over and says, what are you doing? You're going to get the neighbors upset with us. They're going to throw racks through the window. Hey, can you do this? The anti-Semitism is on the rise. You've got to move the menorah indoors. So after he lit the menorah, his wife convinces him he has to move the menorah back indoors. So what's the halacha? Mr. Bruce says he's not yoytzer. If you light outside and move it inside, you also don't get the mitzvah. Why? He says the Mishra is the same idea. Shafilu Sorry, before that. If you light outside and move it inside, you don't get this. It's the same thing. Since you're moving it around, what's the difference if you're moving from inside to outside, from outside to inside? Nowadays, we get the mitzvah inside also. We, everyone lights inside, but if you light outside, you also get the mitzvah. You lit outside, made all the brachas, and then move it inside, put it on your windowsill. Paskins and Mishnah you don't get the mitzvah because Lutzarchu Madlik, when a person will look and say, oh, Vice Dice, he, he needed more light in his house. It was too dark in the house. That's why he moved the menorah inside because he didn't have enough light inside his house. You don't get the mitzvah. There's a better suggestion to avoid the problem. Just don't listen to your wife. Okay, good. Very good. All right. Or outside. Don't yeah, maybe next week, Sunday morning, we'll, we'll be sponsored by Ravel Bear. We'll have a Shri on Sean Bayus. Next week. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. That's a good. That's good. What? When do you get the mitzvah? After the half hour is up or the beginning? The Iker mitzvah is the first half hour. Yeah, like, was there a time where the, 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 the mitzvah takes time? Like well, it depends if you hold Hadlaka is a mitzvah or Hadlaka is a mitzvah. Say Hadlaka is a mitzvah, you get the mitzvah right away. Say Hadlaka, it takes a half hour. But you don't get, it's like, it's like waiting around to get the mitzvah. It's Maisa Vahilich. Maisa Vahilich. So Rebbe, I'm assuming if you move into your private property, it's okay, right? Listen to what now. Oh, so this is Ramosha still wants to know. I know, I know, you're being very patient. You're being very patient. Yes. Okay, okay, Vaiter, Vaiter, we said next week is Sean Vice, no, right? It's cool, though, it's a different story, but Halachas, come on. Yeah, okay. Right. Good. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> so, Rabbi Yisav, you lit the menorah outside and you move it inside, what's the Halacha? What's the Halacha? You light it outside and you move it inside. You're not, you're not, you don't get the mitzvah because it looks like you're doing it for yourself. It looks like when you adjust the light, when you adjust the light, it looks like that this menorah was there for light purposes, not for, not for the mitzvah. And we know that one of the, one of the, one of the, uh, you know, the, uh, fundamentals of the Ner Hanukkah, one of the, you know, the, the, one of the most important Underlying uh, situs is 
Chazal said their Hanukkah is only there for the mitzvah. You can't get any Hanukkah from it. It's only there for pursuing Minisa. So the moment it looks like it's for me, that's not an Erech Hanukkah anymore. There's no pursuing Minisa. So moving it out from inside to outside, outside to inside, does it make a difference? You don't get the mitzvah. You don't get the mitzvah for that. <clears throat> Ramesha has been asking a few times there. So what if... So we've talked about moving it, changing locations altogether from outside to inside, inside to outside, right? What if, in, what if inside the house itself you move it around? What if you just move it inside the house, you move it from one windowsill to the but other so windowsill? You move it from a little uh, higher, a little yeah. bit lower. You're not moving it from one location to another location. Not moving it from inside the house to outside the house. What's the halacha with that? So you move it to a different room. People would say, they know it's so, excellent. If we go with this svara of hutsarich, it would seem that any time I move it from one location to another location altogether, one room to another room, it would seem you have. It's not even a matter about outside to inside, inside to outside. It's about any room from one room, let's say one location to another location altogether. It looks there's the room for the same chashash that this room had enough light. That room doesn't have enough light. I want to you know bring this lamp to the other room and, and bring more light to the other room. It would seem that which which it should seem to have the same halacha. It's interesting that this. I I. I I believe, I believe, Rabbi Yisai, that when we go with this svara, I actually believe Rabbi Eliezer is correct. If, if, we, if we're talking about moving from one location to another location, let's say one room to another room, you know, the Mishnah doesn't, doesn't address that lehedra. He talks about inside to outside and outside to inside. L'chayra, if you move it from one room to another room, it should seem to be the same thing. How can he talk about it? The, the obvious answer to that is because le, le, back then, their inside was one room. That, that, that was the Matthias back then. Inside the house was one room. Outside the house is, is, is another room. You know, they did their cooking and their laundering. It was done in, in, in the Chatzar. And inside the house is where you slept and where you ate. That's it. There's one room inside. And then you have an inside room and then outside living quarters. That's passed by the Mishnah Brothers and talk about moving it from room to room inside because the, the Mitzvah was inside is really just one big area. Okay. But Lachar, if you move it from room to room, that should seem to be the same thing. We definitely would recommend not to do that. That would seem to be the same exact idea. Um, that the, uh, this room is, is Lichtig, the other room is Abyssal uh, Tunkel, so we'll move it to the other room. But what about in the room itself? In the room itself, Moving it, you know, a little bit from counter to window. Right, counter to window. This side of the windowsill to that side of the windowsill, a little bit higher to a little bit lower, a little bit lower to a little bit higher. What about moving around in the room itself? So I'm not changing its location. Moving around in the room itself. This has to be. This is clearly not the same thing as moving it from one room to another room. Moving it, adjusting it in the room itself. See here, we have not just one. We have not just two. We have three different takes on this from the Mishnah Brewer himself. There's a three-way steer in the Mishnah Brura. What the halach is moving it around within the same room. Three-way steer in the Mishnah Brura, Rabbi Say. Statement A from the Mishnah Brura is often art. He says in this halach about moving it outside, inside, inside, outside. He says, "V'kasu apayskim shafilu hayad lakav anachah b'makav echad." No, I'm sorry, not there. No, 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 no. Here. The halach is your, your menorah cannot be higher than 20 amas. 
if you if it's higher than twenty amis, you don't get the mitzvah because it's above the range of uh, of, of vision. You don't it's above your uh, you know your whatever you call that uh, sight range. You don't you don't see you don't see anything above twenty amis. Yes, that's right. Very good. The the famous Meshachachma. So now, now, if you light it above twenty amis, what's the if you light it above twenty amis and I want to move it down? You get the mitzvah. No. Of course not, because Hadlaka is a mitzvah. You light it about 20 years, move it there, you don't get the mitzvah. So that's that's Kipaskant here in Hadlaka. Um, says the Mishnah Brura, this is earlier, he says, Abel, he made Likalam Atamichov. So the Machabra says, if you light above 20 and then move it down subsequently, you don't get the mitzvah, because Hadlaka is a mitzvah. The Mishnah Brura says, but you should know, if you lit it, Lechatrila, below 20 amas, in a place you do get the mitzvah. And I just adjust it, adjust it, and it says the whole time below 20, Yoitze, you got the mitzvah. Both areas are kosher. So if you lit it, below 20, you can adjust it as long as it stays within 20. Here the Mishnah says, you got the mitzvah, Shalom Yisrael, nothing to worry about. The Mishnah makes it pretty clear that, that if it was lit in a place that, 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 that's a kosher place to light, you can talk, adjust it. That's what he says, you can move it around. Elsewhere, he has he sings different zemiras. He sings different zemiras. Where the, we have this halach in the Shulchan Aruch about you can't move it outside to inside, inside to outside, and you're not yaitza if you move it from inside to outside or outside to inside. He says, what about adjusting it in the same area? Even if you lit it in one area, whether you lit it inside or you lit it outside, within the first half hour, don't adjust it. Don't move it around. Don't even move it. Don't even adjust it. Within the first hour, says the Mishnah Baruch, don't touch it. Others are mekel because says the for sure. You should, you should, you should, you should, you should uh, follow suit within the first half hour. Don't adjust your menorah. See, he's only giving us a chumrah. They didn't, they didn't talk about it earlier. Earlier, he said, yeah, as long as you stay within twenty amos, you can move the menorah up and down, left and right. You can right. As if you're slugging the kaparis, you can take it and then swing it around and around and around and around. Just stay within 20 amas. That's what he said the first time around. Second time around, he says, L'chatrila, for the first half hour, don't touch that menorah. Don't adjust it, even in the same area. Don't move it up, don't move massive, it down. Massive hill. You can't say Shemulayrutzar. If it's within 20 amas, there's no such a swar. The whole problem... Wait, wait, what are you, ask, what are you asking on right now? I'm, I'm showing you this is still in the Mishabra. I'm It's the same case. It's not the same case, because the problem from inside to outside I'm not sure if you heard I'm not sure if you heard what I said. I heard 100%. Tell me, tell me this to you that I just asked. You said that by, by, by within 20 hours, there's no problem. I'm adjusting. Right. No problem. When we get into the case, second case... Uh, from inside to outside, there's a problem you need at least. It has to be lit for. No, that's not the stira. For half an hour. And you cannot, you no, cannot, no, you didn't listen. You cannot, 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 you not you cannot, you cannot, you you cannot, 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 Ah, even if it stays... Yes! It's not a stira. It is a stira. Because here he says that as long as it stays within 20 amas, you can move it up and down. And here he says, even if you're staying in the same place, don't adjust it. Don't touch For the first half hour, don't touch it. Here he says, sure, move it up and down. Here he says, don't touch it. He says, move it up and down. He says, don't touch it. No! 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 They're both, no, they're both inside. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is? Both inside. Both inside. Yes! 
Okay, I would say Good. first case is outside. That's not what he says. I'll show you later. I'll show you later. Half an hour. Half hour. No, no. Half, the mitzvah is a half hour. Look, there's a steer in the Mishnah. The first place he says, a contradiction, a contradiction. He contradicts himself. The first place he says, as long as you're staying in one location, whether that's inside the whole time or outside the time, you're not, not going from one to the other. You're staying inside the whole time. You can move it up and down as long as it stays within 20 amas. And here he says that for the first half hour, don't adjust. Don't move it a little up. Don't move it a little bit down. Even if it's staying inside the whole time, don't adjust it. And you show that the first case is not outside. Yes. How you show That's my question. It, it, it's not about outside or inside. It's about you're staying in the same place the whole time. It would have been the hill. You're not moving. You would say the first case is talking about outside. <coughs> that would have been the hill. Well, why is that a hill? It's outside. You can adjust. Uh, and besides, there's no. Why, why? Why? Outside you can adjust and inside you can't. Fakert. Fakert. I would say fakert. There's more of a gazer of people seeing of seeing you outside than inside. Outside you could move it up and down. Inside you can't move it up and down. Does that make it? In a room you can say. In a room from one place to another place you can say this room has a less light. Over here has a more light. So it's there's a problem so don't do it for half an hour. But outside there's no swarm of shamaloro so you can adjust. Because there is no such a problem. So if the first a case look a a the mission look I, I hear what you're saying it's beautiful a the mission doesn't say that he doesn't say it's only when it's outside b I b b b the whole chashash of lairuhut zarich is when you're moving it outside <coughs> the, the ikar svaro where's the gemara say the svaro of shem lairuhut zarich when you're moving it outside when I'm taking it outside that's where the gemara says this 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 problem. Is when I'm moving it outside. Oh, people are going to see me moving it outside. So the whole mucker for this far is when it's outside. But let me show you a third steer in the Mishnah Baruch. There's a third place where the Mishnah Baruch says, okay, the second place, the Mishnah Baruch says that within the first half hour, don't touch that menorah. So the Mishnah Baruch is giving us a big chumr and halacha. He's saying at home, if this Mishnah Baruch is saying halacha at home, after you light your menorah in the window, so don't move it. Don't, don't, he's saying halacha, don't move the menorah around. He's not saying that you won't be yaitza. He's saying, but don't adjust it because. You know, you're approaching that idea of uh, uh, don't move it from one side of the window to so the other side, don't move from this one to so the other one. So after you let the minar, leave it alone for the first half hour. He's, he's a bichom, he's giving us an halacha. And it's it, it, about to get even worse. There's one final place where the Sharetzian says the following. The Sharetzian says elsewhere, no, he says, he says, V'chein, ain't letal til haneris memekayman, don't move the menorah around, b'oichel dalkim, when they're still lit, it sounds like what he said, you know, earlier, but it's actually later, don't move the menorah while it's still light, while it's still lit, don't don't adjust it, afilu yoyser mechatzi even after a half hour, don't move it around. Why? Because people are going to see it and they're not going to know that it already burned for a half hour. You're taking it for yourself. So the third place, he says, even after a half hour, don't do it. You have to let it stay lit until, until it goes out. You can't touch it. So there is a three-way contradiction over here, three-way stereo in the, in, in the Mission Bureau in, in terms of how to apply this in practical halacha. Uh, which case is talking about? What halacha is where was this going? This is going in. Um, <laughs> um, this is this is going on not getting ding nena from the candles um, uh, after half and before, within a half hour you can't be nena, you can't get any hano, you can't read by the candlelight for the first half hour, right? Right? 
And then the Mishabur brings down the Mishabur brings down a sheet that says even after a half hour you shouldn't play dreidel by the candles. You shouldn't read a Circle magazine next to the candles because someone's going to walk in. They're not going to know that your candles already burned for a half hour. So the Mishabur says once we're chayish for people who don't know that it's after 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 half hour. So I'll combine that with the other halach. So you also can't move it around after half hour because. No, he makes the tzushta from hana to tiltul. From hana to, to tiltul. To tiltul. V'chein, he says the same way for hana. We're chayish for people who aren't going to know that it's with, uh, the half hour already passed. V'chein, he says so too. Ain't letaltel. Don't move them around because people will see you moving around. They say, oh, maybe it's, you just lit it five minutes ago and it's loy ruhutzarich. Okay, so it's a little bit messy. It's a little bit messy. A little bit messy. This three-way, three different uh, approaches to the Mishnah in three different places. The Mishnah says three different things about about moving it, adjusting it after it's been lit. But one thing is clear. So let, let's just get back to the chlorkite over here. What's chlor is there is a halacha that you can't move it from outside to inside, inside to outside after it's been lit. And the, the mechaber says you're not yoitza. Your mamish not yoitza. He says you're not yoitza if you do that. There is a chumra the Mishnah brings down from the achrayim. From the prima gaudum, there's a chumra that 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 is a is a um, a, a, a uh, like a byproduct of that. Um, once there's a there's a concern of people think that you're doing it just for yourself for your own benefit, so don't even adjust it even in the same location. Don't move it around. Now the mission Baruch doesn't say that if you do that you're not yaitza because it's it's a concern, it's a chashash. But lechatchila, you don't want to get involved in that. So the Mishnah tells us lechatchila, don't even adjust it, even in the same place. Don't move it higher, or lower, to the left or to the right. And we have three different approaches. Either one place the Mishnah doesn't mention it at all. He doesn't mention this concern. Another place he says it's a concern, but you know it's not going to make problems. But the other, but lechatchila, you should be careful for for the first half hour. And elsewhere he says even after the first half hour, you should you should observe. So there's three increasing levels of chumras over here. The Mishnah gives us you have to try to sort it out. Okay. But what's very clear is that when it comes to whether or not you got the mitzvah, whether or not you got the mitzvah, it's clear that if you go from inside to outside or outside to inside Rabbi Yisai, you didn't get the mitzvah. Why? Because if you lit the menorah inside your house and you move it to the outside, you lit it outside and you gazungan ala brachas and you move it inside, someone's going to think that since you didn't need it there anymore, and you relocated it, it's clear that you, that um, it, it looks to me that you really didn't do it for the mitzvah. Didn't do it for the mitzvah. If we have this halacha in hand, we can return l'chayr to the first Mishnah Baruch. We can return to the first Mishnah Baruch and l'chayr say a lichtige maisa to shed some light on, 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 on our, the, the mystery that we began with. We had a Mishnah Baruch who told us that although the halacha is kafs if it blows out, ain't zokuk lo kazad lo mitzvah. But if you blow it out yourself, b'meizin, you blow it out on purpose. You have to relight it. Mechuyv, you're chayv to relight it. Chayv to relight it. What's that? Why should you be chayv to relight it? Teretz is lachar dvarm shudim to make a pasuk and sushtel. Blowing it out within the first half hour is loy gar is no better than moving it. What's the difference if I light it over here and I relocate it, or I light and I blow it out? What's the whole What's the whole concern when I relocate it? Some will say, "Oh, obviously he did it for for, for for lighting purposes, and that's why he decided he doesn't need it here anymore. And he needs it over there." If I blow it out, someone's going to say the same thing. He thought he needed it for its light. He blew it out. Clearly, he doesn't need it for the, he doesn't need it anymore. He doesn't need it because he blew it out. One of them you need bracha, the other one you don't. Oh, it's very, one second. How, how do you know the, How do you know one of them you need a bracha? Who told you? Me. <laughs> 
So, so change your mind and you won't have a problem. If you blow, no, that's obvious. You just said, if you blow it out, you don't say the bracha. The Mishaburu said that. Yeah, the Mishaburu said that. Yeah, in the Sharat scene, yes. But in the case of... When you light inside, move it outside. Who said, who told you that? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Mechaber. He does. No. Mechaber doesn't say it. Mishabur doesn't say it. If you if you lead outside, if you lead outside and you brought it inside, you have to light with the bracha again. Yeah. Wait, wait. Wait. Who says this? How do you know? You say it. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. But the Mishabur also says when the Mishabur says if you blow it up, mechuyiv. You chayiv to relight it. You chayiv to relight means you're on your If you don't relight it, you chayiv. You chayiv to relight it. So it happens to be. Happens to be, and this is Mustama. It happens to be that that um, Rabbi Kibeger says that if you light it inside and move it outside, uh, you have to make a bracha. You have to make a bracha. And Rabbi Kibeger is is gratified to know that he was mechavin to Rebelli Bear, and and uh, he's getting a lot of nachas ruach. In, 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 in Shemai, but Rabbi Kibbeger says, and the Mishnah doesn't say, the, the Mechaber doesn't say, but he says, he's lo yatze. if you're not Yatsi, you have, you have to go ahead and make, you have to make a bracha. So, a couple things. First of all, first of all, you're, 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 you have to make a bracha when you light inside, move it outside. Second of all, it would seem very klar, a klar svara, that, that if, um, if, you blow it out, it's, it's the same exact idea as lo ayur hutzaruch. Well, what, what, what is wrong with there? By, by the case of you go in and in and out. It, it, why is the light over there? I don't need the light over here. I need the light over there. You need it in the second place. And I don't need it in the first place. Which is it? I don't need it in the first. I need it in the second. Either or. If either. If, it's, if, it's, if it's, I need it in the second, there's no second over here. You, you blow it out. Correct. But it could be it could be either one of those. Are, are, oh, it's clear that. Oh, I thought you meant either one. That's right. I mean, I mean it's, 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 as long as you need it for either one. Right. Oh, oh. I only did it for light. I decided I don't need the light over here. Or I decided I need the light over there. We can say a very stark asvara. I think it's a, a very stark asvara. Blowing it out is the same thing as saying I, I, I lit it and I decided I don't, need the, I don't need the light anymore. If I was lighting for the mitzvah, why did I blow it out? Why did I blow it out if I was lighting it for the mitzvah? Clearly, I didn't light it for the mitzvah. Clearly, I lit it for the light and I don't need the light anymore. I, I need the light. I need to look for my car keys. So I brought a flashlight out here. I found my keys, so I blew it out. Right? So Oibah is like two things. First of all, this is now, this is, I believe this is... You are going to Yeah, well, I think so. Uh, I mean, I'm asking Akash. I'm, I'm leaving at Sarachin. No, you have to sell it. I'm leaving at Sarachin. I'm leaving at Sarachin. But I'm about to get there. And I had a feeling you were going to back me up on leaving at Sarachin. But, but, but before that, a Chiddush Lahalacha, I didn't see anyone that says this, but I believe Lahalacha should come out of Klorzach. What's the Halacha, Rabbi? So in a case where you light inside and you take it outside... Where you're not yoitzer, you light it outside and you bring it inside, or or in a case where you lit it, and let's say 15 minutes later you blow it out. So the Mishnah again says you have to relight it. And again, I believe it's pashit that when you since since, since you blew it out, the savara at hand over here is loyrutzarich. You blew it out. Why do you have to light it again? Because loyrutzarich, you didn't do it for the mitzvah. Why did you blow it out? Clearly, you were doing it to look for your car keys. You're doing it to, to, to finish that book. So so, so 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 the question is like this: When you relight it, if I lit it inside and outside and bring it inside, I didn't get the mitzvah, so I have to blow it out and light it again. Correct? Let's say I did that 15 minutes into the half hour, and I now I bring it inside. I have to relight it inside. How much time does it have to light for the second time around? 15 minutes or a half hour? I think it's Pashat, a half hour. A half hour. Dvarim Pshutim. Why? Because you didn't get any of the mitzvah the first time around. The gzair of Lo'ayrut Sarach is, we take that literally, Lo'ayrut Sarach. The whole problem that you, the reason why you have to realize is because someone's going to look at it and say, that had nothing to do with their Hanukkah. A Chiddush Lahalacha, I didn't find anyone that says it, but I didn't find anyone who didn't say it. 
And I think it's, it's Pasha, not Lacha, it should come out. And when you relight, it's got to burn for the full half hour. Who had Din Vuatam? If you lit it, and you let it burn for 15 minutes, and then you went off the derech, you had all these existential crises, and a faith crisis, crisis of faith, and you went off the derech after 15 minutes, you became a shagetz. Givarna shagetz. And you blow it out after 15 minutes, and the Mishra says, you have to be lighted. How long does it have to light for the second time around? Fight half hour. A half hour. I'll show it back. Yeah, yeah, and if you do it with Me'ava, you do the Tshuva Me'ava, wow, even the Zoyas Nasa is Chuyas, right? Wow, imagine that. But it's Chars Dvarm Shutim, yes, Revelli Bari Maskim. When you light the second time around, it's got to be for half hour, not to be mashlim the 15 minutes. The first 15 minutes were garnished from the garnish, you didn't get anything, my friend. You have to burn the second time around for half hour. As Lechaira, you should have to make the Bracha. Chayr should all go hand in hand. You have to let has to say it for another half hour because the first time around you can get them as a chlal because loyrut sarich had nothing to do with erchanigo loyrut sarich. You should have to make the bracha. Hashem yar einenu. Hashem should send its licht and illumination. The mishmaruz says you don't make a bracha. He doesn't cite. It seems he's saying it on his own. He doesn't he doesn't cite anyone. He's not met sign anyone. He doesn't say um, uh, this b'shem anyone. It sounds like it's, it's what we would say das atzmoi. It should be exactly like the case of moving it from inside to outside or outside to inside. You should have to make the bracha again. We're going to leave that Mishnah Brewer. So the the Bible says, don't do this at home. Don't blow it out. Don't be a shagetz. Don't be a shagetz. But if someone would be a shagetz and you would come with, ask us a shot, I blew it out on purpose. Not to make a bracha, he said. Well, the Mishnah says not to, but but it's. Not, it's not, not to make a bracha. He says not to make a bracha, but we're leaving that sarchi. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if I'm shortage of oil? <laughs> for, for a minute or for two, whatever it was. <laughs>